We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's move over to the Notre Dame defense and and show this. I, I I've said we've talked. I was very critical about Golden last year, and and even still, I'll admit, like if I was a head coach, what he does is not necessarily what I would want. But there's different ways to be successful. And last year, Notre Dame's defense was solid, at times very good, at times not. But overall, it was a solid year. It was a good year on defense. You brought a. Uh, you brought a lot of guys back. You expect to make a big change. Second year of the defense, how much better are you going to get? And as you all can see, it's gotten a lot better. A lot better. So when you look at this Notre Dame football team and you look at what they've done so far on defense, keep in mind that this season they've played the number two, number 21, and number 33 scoring offenses in the country. That's an impressive number. Last year, when you look at Ohio State's, uh, when you look at Notre Dame's schedule last year, they played four teams that ranked in the top 40 in scoring defense. They only played five teams all year that ranked in the top 60 in scoring defense. See, seven of their 13 opponents last year ranked 80. Actually, let's do it this way eight of their 13 opponents ranked 79th or lower in scoring defense this year and through a games have only played three or scoring offense. They've only played three. Actually, no, that's a scoring defense scoring offense this season. They've played two 21 33 last year. They had seven opponents that ranked 70th or lower in scoring defense. So that's over half the schedule this year. Only three of their eight opponents have ranked lower than 51st. They have four teams that rank so far that rank in the top uh, 60 in scoring the offense scoring offense last year they played six so so far this year they have played a higher schedule and if you look at what Notre Dame has done to teams this is an even further context they held so I, I looked at what the team's points per game totals would be if they took Notre Dame out of it and then how far did Notre Dame hold those teams below their scoring average of what they've done against everybody else. 
against Louisville's only 1.1 points. NC State was 1.6 points, although, again, I put a little asterisk on that one because they scored a touchdown late in that game on their name's backup defense. Central Michigan, 6.3 points per game, lower than their season average. This is where it gets good. Duke, 20.6 points below their scoring average. Navy, 20.8 points below their season scoring average. Ohio State, 22.8 points below their season scoring average. And USC, they held 31.8 points below their season scoring average. So when you think about that number, that context right there should tell you this has been a really, really impressive defense. When you're holding four of your of your seven opponent or eight opponents, half of your opponents, to 20 points or more below their season scoring average, when the two best offenses you played all year the Ohio State, who ranks 21st, USC ranks second now. They were first. You held those two teams 22.8 and 31.8 points below their season scoring average. You've got a darn good defense. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So let's dive more into the numbers. Yards per game, they've had a big jump. They're down about 18... So 47 yards below where they were last year, uh, almost a full yard below where they are yards per play. Rushing numbers are about the same overall, but the ranking is a lot lower. 
Uh, yards per play is a little bit lower. Tackles for loss per game is not as good. So Notre Dame's run defense has not made the jump that I would have – I hope that it would make. That's the one area that I have not been as – I have not seen kind of the big jump that some other teams play, have faced, right? And and or that they – excuse me. I have not seen the jump that I'd hoped, especially based on the teams that they've played. So that's been a little bit disappointing. And it started off well, but it hasn't been as good in recent games. That's something that you hope they can kind of get better at. And again, if when you, when you think about it, as I said before, you've got to look at it from the context of what they've played so far, where last year Notre Dame played um, – you know, again, we're looking at the entirety of the schedule and, and what they've done. Now you look at who they have coming up, and they've got a chance to get this number a lot better. Pitt right now ranks 115th in the country in rushing yards per game. Uh, Stanford right now ranks 100 or 79th in the country in rushing yards per game. And then Wake Forest right now ranks 85th in rushing yards per game. The only good team that they play, the only team they play that right now is a really strong rushing team is Clemson, and they rank 31st. And and so, you know, they have a chance to 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 make a big jump in that area. And then Stanford's or Clemson's production was helped by the fact that they ran for 274 yards against and 6.5 yards per carry against Charleston Southern. In their last four games, they've gone for 126, 146, 163, and 207, and their best yards per carry average was 4.94. So even though their running game is better, it's not a great running attack. And and so uh, this is an opportunity for Notre Dame to go out and do what they need to do and get that number down. That's going to be a big part of it. You know, it's something I want to see. Now, I didn't talk about in my breakdown, like, hey, get better at stopping the run. Because I believe that stopping the run is a byproduct of other things, tackling well, being disruptive with your front. That's why I pointed out in that in that breakdown earlier that the two games that I really felt that Notre Dame turned their defense loose, and their, especially their front four, the games where I really felt like they turned that group loose, are the two best games they've had in the season in from a disruption standpoint. When you look at Pitt, Pitt rushed for 217 yards in the opener. Last five games, that was against an FBS or an FCS team, Wofford. No, next five games, 83, 130, 113, 38 against Virginia Tech, 88. They've only had four rushing touchdowns the last five games. I already talked about Clemson. Uh, Wake Forest this season rushing the football. Uh, they ran for 288 against Vanderbilt, 224 against Georgia Tech, 98 against Elon, 97 against Ole Miss or Old Dominion, 102 against Clemson, 35 against Virginia Tech. Uh, and, and by the way, how about how about Virginia Tech's defense? That is the most schizophrenic rush defense I've seen all year. They've given up 201, 179, 256, 214, and 282 this year in rushing yards to Old Dominion, Purdue, Rutgers, Marshall, and Florida State. Then it gets Pitt and Wake Forest. They give up 38 and 35. Very schizophrenic rush defense, which is, which is odd. And then, you know, Stanford's rush offense has had a very good performance against USC. Went for 209, went for 180 against Sac State. And their other games, 150 against Hawaii. Their last three games, 108 against Arizona, 89 against Oregon, 124 against Colorado. So these are these are teams that are not very good at stopping the run, which should give Notre Dame a chance to get that number down. But even then, it's it's still improved in, in at least one area or two areas. Fewer yards per game, fewer yards per play. That's at least improvement, just moderate improvement. Look at the big plays. They're obviously a much better defense this year at limiting big plays. They were pretty good at that last year, context-wise, 
Again, they've played more games this year, which, you know, factors into to what it's going to be. Just to give you some context, uh, last year Notre Dame had, uh, as you can see there, had 20 plays of uh, 13 yards or more. This year they are on pace for 16, so that's an improvement. Look at the pass plays. Last year they gave up 14 on the season of 30 yards or more. This year they're on pace for eight. Last season, Notre Dame, they gave up 15 plays, rushing plays of 20 yards or more. This year they're on pace for 13. So improvements there, not huge improvements. Turnovers-wise, they're definitely improved. Last year, Notre Dame only had 15 turnovers the entire season. Uh, so in 13 games, they had 15 turnovers. Right now, Notre Dame is on pace uh, for 21 on the season. So that's an improvement of six. And again, you're about to play four offenses that aren't very good. And so there's going to be opportunities for Notre Dame to go out and and have some success getting the football, honestly. And so when you look at who they play in the last four games, Stanford's been pretty good at not turning the ball over. They've only turned it over five times. They're ranked 11th. But, But Pitt this year has turned it over eight times in six games. They rank 52nd. You look at Wake Forest, they rank 123rd in lost turnovers uh, at 14 in six games. And Clemson actually ranked 73rd in turnovers. They've lost 10 in six games. Clemson is actually, the, I believe, the only team that Notre Dame plays that is, has a plus number on the season in turnovers. So even though Stanford has only turned it over five times, their offense is only their defense has only forced three. So they only play one team the rest of the way that has um, – Turned it, turned it over, forced more turnovers than they've than they've gained. That's it. So every other team they play is negative on the season in turnover margin. So another opportunity for Notre Dame to even pad their lead on last year's defense even more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The fall season is incredibly busy for me, which makes it hard to spend the time needed to make healthy meals and live a healthy life. If you have the same problem, you'll want to try Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. I've had Factor meals, and I'm going to continue buying from them, especially with a special discount for Irish Breakdown listeners. With Factor, you skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping and prepping and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. You can choose from 35 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never frozen meals that promote a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences, all ready to eat in two minutes. Head to factormeals.com irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's irish50 at factormeals.com slash irish50 to get 50% off. I've tried it. I'm sticking with them. You should try too. 
here's been a huge jump pass defense they they were a pretty good pass defense last year and and when you think about last year's defense to 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 not you know I want to context is important they played CJ Stroud they played Drake May they played Caleb Williams they played Spencer Rattler they played Tanner McKee they played Jaron Hall so certainly played some good quarterbacks last year this year Cobb McCord's obviously that pass offense is very good uh, Duke's Riley Leonard's a very good quarterback and then and of course Caleb Williams this past weekend so uh, both have played last year's defense played against better quarterbacks I would argue this year's teams played against better receiving cores top to bottom than they did last year and and will by the end of the season uh, again because Stanford one thing Stanford's I mean they got some pass catchers we saw that against Colorado just not very good at quarterback but Right now, Notre Dame ranks third in the country in fewest yards per game in the past game, seventh in yards per attempt, 21st in yards per catch, third in completion percentage, eighth in fewest touchdowns, eighth in interceptions. That eighth in fewest touchdowns is impressive. Notre Dame's given up five touchdowns in eight games. They've played more games than most teams and still rank eighth in fewest touchdown passes allowed at five. They gave up 20 last year. They've already got nine interceptions. In eight games, they had 10 interceptions last year in 10, in 13 games. Quarterback rating, they've gone from 41st nationally to fourth, and that's with, despite having a defense that's not nearly as good at getting pressure on the quarterback. That's the one area that's been a problem is sacks. They are way down, almost a full sack per game. Now, the hope is that, again, I'm going to say it again, the hope is that as they play a schedule that's not as good, that they're able to go out there and and kind of pump those numbers up a little bit and have some success doing that. That's my hope. Uh, and the schedule should be set up that way. Clemson's got a pretty good – they've only given up nine sacks in six games. They rank 32nd in fewest sacks allowed per game, which is pretty good. Pitt ranks 88th. Stan, uh, Wake Forest ranks 131st. And Stanford ranks 118th. So there's opportunities for the Notre Dame pass defense to really rack up some sacks, and that's a, another reason why I said in the previous breakdown I want to see them turn that group loose a little bit more. Uh, this is the biggest difference right here. They've got a, a lower third, a worse third down defense than last year. Again, you hope that it'll get better in the last part of the season. You hope that they'll improve as they face some offenses that aren't necessarily, you know, light the world on fire third down offenses. Pitts 104th. Clemson's 27th, as we talked about. Stanford's 38th, and then Wake Forest is 81st. So it should get better, have a chance to get better. But this stat right here, red zone defense is just made. I've I, it's been a long time since I've I've seen a, a complete 180 jump like that, that than what they've done this year. I mean, it, it is it is a complete 180. Last year, now keep in mind, last year there were only 131 teams in college football. That's it. You played 130, 131 teams. You ranked 131st in red zone defense last year. Notre Dame allowed opponents last season. I still this number still I have a hard time fathoming this number. Uh, last year, Notre Dame's defense allowed opponents to score 27 touchdowns on 34 red zone attempts. So on 34 red zone attempts, they only four, held them out of the end zone seven times. This year, teams are 9 of 25. They've already created 16 red zone non-touchdown scoring drives and nine 
total non-scoring drives, which is why Notre Dame, as you can see, ranks seventh in red zone touchdown defense and fourth in red zone defense compared to 130th and 131st last year. You have to give a ton of credit, a ton of credit to the Notre Dame coaching staff for what they've been able to do this season when it comes to uh, producing a really good red zone defense compared to a year ago when they had literally had one of the worst in college football. That is, that's impressive. And when you look at the, the, the rest of the year, Pitt actually has a pretty good red zone defense or red zone offense. They rank 20th in the country. They've only gotten to the red zone 15 times, which is just nutty. So right now Pitt ranks, they are, they're tied for 125th in red zone chances at 15, but they have scored it 11 times. So Pitt, Right now, ranks 20th in college football in red zone touchdown percentage. Clemson ranks 88th. Wake Forest ranks 133rd. And then Stanford ranks 111th. So there's a chance. I mean, they need to keep this going. And this is why I say teams are should, if Notre Dame keeps going, should have a really tough time scoring on the Notre Dame defense next this next four games because they don't play very good offenses and they have been elite. They have been absolutely elite. And it's 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 really been impressive this season to watch. And when you think about you know who they've played so far this year, they haven't part you know they haven't played a lot of teams that are great in the red zone. But part of the reason some of these teams aren't great in the red zone is because Notre Dame has shut them down the way that they have. So you know Central Michigan, for example, is fifteenth in the country in red zone defense or red zone offense, touchdown offense. NC State is forty first. Uh, Duke is thirty fifth. So even though they haven't played teams that are great at that, uh, they, they're doing what they need to do. you know. And, and we talked about USC was pretty good red zone offense coming into the season. Uh, they ranked fifth. So they've only played two, two offenses that rank in the top 30, but still a lot of top 50 red zone touchdown defenses. And I'd be curious what those numbers would be with taking Notre Dame out of it. So, man, it's, it's got to be impressive with what you're seeing. So huge jump this year defensively. Uh, in, in just every area, and they were pretty, they were pretty good defense last year. They were a defensive-driven team last year, too. And then, of course, offensively, not the huge jumps on offense, but still a lot of improvement. Now we just need to see how this team can finish. So that is a look at Notre Dame football here as you look at the, the jump from, from year one to year two. How we're going to feel about this overall, like right now, I feel good about it. I don't feel great about it. They've, they've improved, certainly improved. Offense has improved in almost every area. Defense has really improved in almost every area. Special teams has gone down in almost every area. I didn't pull that up. But they've gone down. I think kick return is up, but that's because of that big punt. Uh, they're down in just about every every other area. Actually, I have this here. Pull it up. Special teams. They are – field goal percentage is lower. Um they have a higher yards per punt this year, much lower net average. Uh, last year, they had 21 punts inside the 20. This year, only four. Uh, th- last year, they had um, only three touchbacks. They've already had two already. They have made a jump in yard and kick return. They're way down in punt return. They, they're they giving up um, more yards per punt return and more kick kick return yards. So, so special team, and then, of course, no blocks. Special teams has, has taken a big jump down. But the other two areas have definitely taken jumps, in some areas big jumps, so you feel good about it. Now it's about finish strong for Notre Dame. 
when you look at what this team can be and you look at what this team is capable of, you can't change the first eight games. It is what it is. You saw the numbers. Now it's about how you're going to be known is how you finish. And I said this after they lost to Louisville. So Marcus Freeman ultimately won't be judged by the Louisville game. Marcus Freeman will be judged by what he does after the Louisville game. And if you can come out of that, that I mean, it's an embarrassing loss, and just run the table, beat USC, beat Clemson, beat a rival Pitt, beat a rival Stanford, beat Wake Forest, now all of a sudden your program has a lot of momentum and you start feeling a lot better about maybe taking another jump over these next two years and seeing what this Notre Dame team can be. So that's a look at, at where Notre Dame has improved this up this past season, which followed a breakdown of what I want to see Notre Dame do moving forward. Could have gone reverse order on that, but I really wanted to take a look at those last four games and talk about what I want to see from this team first, which gives some context, I feel, to the last part of the discussion. So I'm going to do a couple more things here. I'm going to take about a about a 60-second break. So I'm going to play the theme music and let that count down. It's going to, it's going to run through uh, for about a minute. So just give me uh, uh, some time to catch my breath, get some, get some new, some, uh, get my chart out for the games I'm going to break down. And then of course we got about 20 mailbag questions. So I want to, um, I'll, I'll get to some of those here and uh, we'll do a little mailbag as well. So we're just going to briefly work through some of the big games. There's a, if you haven't checked it out already, go to the CFB nation channel, uh, Bill Bender and Bill Trochi had a, a, a guy, David Jones from the Penn live channel they previewed ohio state and penn state which is the big game this weekend and they also talked about some of the other games and in, in their other shows so there's a whole show breaking down the penn state ohio state game uh plus a look they talked in one of their shows that we read today about the notre dame and caleb williams heisman trophy aspirations which i thought was a pretty interesting discussion 